Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Saturday, February 24th. The Off-Putting Door. Today's scripture reading is found in John chapter 4, verses 46 through 54, from the voice translation, which reads, As Jesus traveled to Cana, the village in Galilee, where he transformed the water into fine wine, he was met by a government official. This man had heard a rumor that Jesus had left Judea and was heading to Galilee, and he came in desperation begging for Jesus' help, because his young son was near death. He was fearful that unless Jesus would go with him to Capernaum, his son would have no hope. Jesus, speaking to the official, My word is not enough. You only believe when you see miraculous signs. The official, Sir, this is my son. Please come with me before he dies. Jesus, interrupting him, Go home. Your son will live. When he heard the voice of Jesus, faith took hold of him and he turned to go home. Before he reached his village, his servants met him on the road celebrating his son's miraculous recovery. What time did this happen? Yesterday, about one o'clock in the afternoon. At that moment, it dawned on the father that that was the exact time that Jesus spoke the words, he will live. After that, he believed. And when he told his family about his amazing encounter with Jesus, they believed too. This was the second sign Jesus performed when he came back to Galilee from Judea. This is God's Word. So, there's the whole story. Well, at least as much of the story as John tells. Etis basilikos, what the voice translation renders a government official, drives 20 miles to a remote nowhere of a village in the hill country of Galilee in search of the peasant rabbi who, they say, can perform wonders. I see him in the cultural equivalent of a government limo, or perhaps better, a black SUV. Uh, though perhaps it would be a helicopter today. Uh, then I'm sure it was just a chariot. Nevertheless, his very approach would communicate power, though his personal manner immediately communicated his felt powerlessness. He was desperate. He came in desperation, begging for Jesus' help, reads the voice translation rendering, all that from the tense of that one Greek verb, ask, that paints a picture of a repeated, insistent asking. The peasant rabbi seems unimpressed. The helicopter lands, the rotor still fanning the dust as the governor officially emerges, running up to the peasant rabbi, begging him to please hop aboard right now or his son will die. Please, 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 please. Makes me wonder just how many other places did he land looking for this peasant rabbi? Now he's found him, and the peasant rabbi is off-putting, to say the very least. Unbelievable. It's all about the show with you people. One more performance. One more sign. One more demonstration. You can't just trust me or what I say. You have to see more, more, more. 
Okay, that's at least my loose rendering of Jesus' initial response, given without doubt with some serious eye-rolling. Sometimes when we rap on the door of this rabbi, we might just hear a low, angry growl, as if he were Roy Kent from Ted Lasso. Sometimes the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world can seem a bit snippy or even snappy. Sometimes this door may seem to be anything but friendly, open, and receptive. It's almost as if he wants to see just how serious we are about knocking. The government official shows he's very serious about knocking. Sir, this is my son. Please come with me before he dies. I'm betting this Tis Basilikos has never called a peasant sir in all his life. Yes, he's serious and desperate. And I love the spin the voice translation puts on what happens next, because as the government official begs for his son's life one more time, it has Jesus interrupting him. Just how often do you think that happened in exchanges between such a government official and a peasant? Just who is the real Basilikos here? Go home, says the peasant rabbi as he interrupts the official, mid-plea. Actually, in the Greek, it's just a one-word imperative. Go. Followed by the curt assurance, your son lives. Because evidently, today, his word is enough. And this official will have to learn to trust it. Like Elisha with leprous, albeit very important, Naaman, this peasant prophet isn't going anywhere with him. In fact, now I imagine this whole exchange taking place while Jesus is sitting with a circle of his followers, and he never even bothers to stand up. But the desperate man believes today the peasant prophet's word will be enough. That faith confirmed on the return trip back down the hill as word comes of his son's healing. All of which tells us that this door functions quite well remotely and also that it often doesn't fly open at the first tremulous knocking. Have you noticed that the first two signs in John, the turning of water into wine at that wedding and the healing of the government's official's son, both had to be verbally pried out of him. Woman, what do you want from me? This is none of my business or yours. Seriously, another sign? It's always another sign with you people. Ah, this door of divine possibilities beyond all that we can imagine or think can be so very off-putting, seeming more barring than beckoning, and so is life. Which is why, if we're desperate enough and passionate enough and trusting enough, we will keep right on asking, seeking, and knocking until at last it cracks open. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder. What if you had to push through a lot of seeming divine reluctance to respond to one of your urgent requests? What were you seeking? And what happened? Lord, let me not be easily dissuaded by your seeming reluctance or indifference or obtuseness. Give me the faith and tenacity to keep knocking on the door that is today.
to your mercies.